I don't like the way Facebook changed the news feed. The redesign. Hashtag roll back the redesign. Facebook. Hashtag. God damn it. My feed. Hashtag the algorithm. Hashtag insight. See, it, it's done all these simulations and it knows at this mo- at this moment, this is the time when you switch to new Reddit. Okay, can we talk about In that for a second? Because this actually goes into the yes. episode. So I legitimately feel like we are in just a simulation of one of the timelines. Because if you look whenever she accesses a file inside Riboam. Riboam. And uh, whenever she accesses something, it goes in different rings, like almost like it's storing that file from that timeline. I don't think I don't think that that's what that is. I I was confused by that at first. I think that is a um, an indication of a flashback. I think that's all that that is because those always preceded. Yeah, those always preceded when we would see like uh, Dempsey Senior and Sirach doing something prior. Gotcha. Almost positive that that's all that that meant i haven't gone back to double check that it only always happened then but i think that that's all we should read into it because if not that's a very overt thing to be like ps you're in a simulation without anything else indicating that he definitely got um he definitely got like a almost like a thanos style episode now where he's like he gave a really good like villain backstory to why he's doing what he's doing Mm mm-hmm and, and he was, was talking yeah, but, but to Dolores the whole time, the right? Villain. It's what? Well, no one, no one's ever the villain in their own mind, just like Thanos. Right. Um, he was that whole um, narration, I guess, from Serac was him talking to Dolores, right? Standing in the hangar the whole time. I thought it was him just recording stuff for Rehoboam uh, while he was making it. Yeah, those were the files that she was reading. Yeah, that Rehoboam stored on Serac. That's what I always thought it was. Hmm. Same here. I thought oh, it was okay. just him recording kind of like a video diary almost. Well, but he was talking to her at the end. Right? Yeah, I at thought the that end. That, yeah. Was, that was what made me think he was the voice where he was saying, like she was watching the snippets of what happened, some things that actually happened, like where he goes and just kills him and um, kills poor Adam Schiff. We're on another list. But I thought that whenever he was talking, that, that was, he was talking to Dolores because that's how it was in the end. And it would only make sense that it was happening the whole time. But so she downloaded those files. So what if they are still in another simulation and he's able to just interject himself into those files that are already downloaded and that's how he's talking to her? Um, maybe, but he didn't know that she was accessing, accessing them beforehand, accessing them until after the fact. That's why I was saying that there has to be a way to justify him showing up in those and talking to her. Because no, I think I think there's two things. There's three things happening. There's one, the regular timeline happening of just like stuff. There's two, Dolores looking at old archival stuff that she had downloaded on her tablet and got sent to her over the ether weapons. And three, after she's done all of that, Sirach, knowing that she's taken all the stuff and she's able to just watch it quickly, I guess, because she's a robot, is like Zoom called her on the projection thing in the airport hangar and was talking to her about it. And like, you think, you know me because you watched some old movies. Um, so she had already done that and he's like narrating a backstory for her basically to pitch himself as a good guy that he thinks he probably is. 
Um, and then she's like, okay, fuck you, bye, and walks through. I thought that that's how the three th- kind of threads were happening and that the narration, I have not come back to watch this, that the narration from Sirak the whole time was him trying to explain what she had seen in a way that painted him in a favorable light, ending with um, what we saw in the hangar. I always just thought it was like during this whole, that whole chase scene, like when they had like moments, like she was just using her little contact to look at these files. That's totally possible. Yeah. The ear thing is a thing, by the way, that is an insight. That's a product. Yeah. Yeah. We saw it on their, on their website. Is that yeah. like the, um, is that like the person that talks like the assistant? Both that? the device that she has on her ear, the clippy boy mm-hmm. and the assistant, which they don't have a name for. They say like, we wouldn't presume. To, yeah. We wouldn't presume to name yours for you. Whatever you call them is up to you. Uh, so it's, it's the Jeeves and the little ear clippy boy. Um, that she talks to and she has on her left ear hmm. so that's her it's weird because that that is insights thing and it's not robable i don't oh the the oh there's like a tech they changed their website there it's like glitching that's pretty cool that's pretty nice that's really cool did you see the email that i posted earlier that i got yeah yeah did you guys get the email too I actually got something on that. Yeah. I think I got okay. the same one saying like, uh, you know, we're sorry for the inconvenience or whatever. Yeah. It's basically like, Hey, you might've gotten something. It was a mistake. <laughs> just don't worry about it. We're, don't worry we're, about it. We're, we're fixing it. Just, it's fine. <laughs> just don't, 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 don't look at it, please. Yeah. That thing that says you'll die in six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does nobody have a happy life? Nobody is like, you'll live to 80. You're going to win the lottery. It's like, yeah, all, sorry, all your daughter's going to kill herself in four years. Like, God yeah. damn it. Everybody is going to die an early traumatic, horrible death. It's terrible. All the, all the people on that train, yeah, they were all going to die in like five years. Everybody. Everybody's dead. But maybe, maybe that's what it's horrible balls predicting. It's like, sorry, humanity's doomed. Just You're violent, fucked. violent death. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, it's Oprah. The bees thing, but you get a violent death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking at because they had um, somebody took screenshots of it. So one person dies of Alzheimer's in 12 years. One person has an accidental drug overdose in five years. One, you know, the daughter kills herself in what eight years. Mm -hmm. The Ash's, I guess, brother he dies in a a violent death. That's just projections. Just violent death. That's horrible. It's not very specific. <laughs> so has Caleb's mom been put into one of those re, you know, evaluation facilities? No. I want to talk about Caleb. Can we talk about I, Caleb oh, now? Oh, I would love to talk. About he is. I got a lot there's to say. so Tom, much behind. Tom, him. Tom, tell us about tell us about Caleb because I have my theories about him and his mom. So there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of crazy stuff going on there. So the first thing that jumped out to me, which I had to go back to, was when Caleb and Dolores and Liam Jr. were in that tunnel. And Liam puts on the glasses and looks at Caleb and like Caleb gets or no Dempsey gets like physically like shaken like about like what he sees in uh, what's his face Caleb and you know he says something to the effect like you thought you thought that like we were the ones that killed your friend or something like that and meaning you know Kid Cudi I guess was the one that died and then in flashbacks later or in you know later in the episode when they're like when he when dempsey's dying on the beach he says you did it Mm -hmm. to uh to caleb 
which to me that that said like he actually shot his friend his friend yeah. what was his friend's name again francis francis yeah yeah, yeah. no it's kid and cuddy like the mad hummer sorry Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he actually doesn't play a character. He just himself. <laughs> he just hums the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, there's some, there's like a lot of stuff with Kalo's backstory that is like completely weird. Cause like in those like little flashbacks, we see him one, we see him actually like at the pier, which it's mm-hmm. not really like where, where he's going to commit suicide. We see um, him in, I don't know, some sort of Russian, you know, country where, you know, with a hostage and with uh, Francis. And then we, you know, see flashes of Francis getting shot there. And the dude that was, that they were taking hostage, you know, he was alive or something. I don't, I don't know. Or he broke free. There's a lot there, which I'm hoping we get into, but I'm thinking more Caleb was probably one of those undesirables. Like he was sent Mm -hmm. off to war because he's like, not somebody that Roboball can control. Mm-hmm. So they just wanted to send him to war to basically kill him or get rid of him. And he survives. So now they're trying to like either re-educate him or change him in some way, you know, to diminish his impact on war on the world. Brandon, what are your thoughts on Caleb? I mean, honestly, I didn't really look super deep into Caleb and I, would be a moron if I tried to figure something out based on him. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being completely honest. Like, like I've been so bad at taking notes in these episodes because I'm so engrossed in them. Mm-hmm. Like, season two was a little easier because I didn't feel like I, it felt like a lot of filler. But this season mm-hmm. seems to be cramming so much in that I really don't want to stop and take notes. I just want to take it in as a whole. Um, I think I definitely get that. Just the best way i can put it is i yeah obviously he's got to be someone important i think that has been um i don't know he said you can edit someone's life you know almost so maybe Mm -hmm. he has basically been thinking that he's someone different which would be why his mom isn't really his mom and she's just saying like who are you and he thinks that he's her son but Mm -hmm. he's really not who he thinks he is either Almost like in uh, Blade Runner when the memories were planted. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was my thought too. Is that, like, like you said, Tom, Caleb is one of these. Um, uh, what what's the word they use? The like desirables or yeah, like uh, the rejects, the 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 nonconformables guys, like Sirach's uh, brother, who doesn't get a name, I don't think, which is Sirach's brother. Um the people that can't be controlled or changed and that the memories he has, like his mom doesn't actually know him because it's not his mom, (laughs) which is a horrible tragedy, but it's like, what's the difference, I guess, um, as far as he's concerned. So there's another interesting bit, which is he, um, and it kind of goes to the link that you shared with us a little bit ago, Tom, of something that seemed weird to me. And then thankfully somebody, I kind of, I've stopped pausing the shows to like get a better look at stuff because I figured somebody's going to put it on, on Reddit, a good screenshot of it at some point. And somebody did, which is the, the shooting of Liam under the pier near the very end. And we're led to believe because Ash is the one holding the gun that she shot Liam, but the gunshot like Ash is to Liam's left 
Caleb is to his right. And the gunshot wound, we get a nice up-close view on his basic t-shirt, is his lower right abdomen, like right where Caleb is. If he pulled the gun out of his waistband and shot him, no problem. And it makes me think that a lot of the reprogramming that went into Caleb, whether it's in his uh, upper, his like retainer chip in his mouth, or whether it's something deeper, is that he was reprogrammed to kind of forget the pain he had caused. It reminds me of that uh, Black Mirror episode where the soldiers have either they were injected with something or they had a visor on or something where the enemies, the other human beings were, uh, they saw them as literal monsters, like horrible, Mm -hmm. terrible, um, like big insect, weird things. And they had no problem killing them because they were demonized. Uh, It was, it's, I think it's that kind of a thing with Caleb where he's been manipulated literally in such a way where he, his brain won't let him come to terms that he's actually shot Liam that from his point of view, because we see Ash from his point of view, he kind of looks over at Ash and she's holding the gun right there. Uh, that's his brain or some augmented piece of his brain actually re-editing the reality that he sees. So now of course you start to think of what else has been edited out. Of course, everything with Francis, like you said, probably. And I'm trying to think of everywhere, everything else from his perspective in the last handful of episodes, what also could have been edited out or edited differently. Um, that's not even getting to what happened with him on genre, which I think we'll get to in a bit, which is wonderful. Uh, but that, that kind of re-editing, I think is the, the level of, uh, human editing and the little level of like, um, host kind of reset that Ciroc had been doing to people or had been attempting in people at least, whether or not it's sticking or not, I guess is as evidenced by Caleb and Dolores's ability to, and Maeve's ability to kind of break out of those loops. Um, we we were kind of thinking is that this season would be like this statement on humanity and like oh everyone's stuck in their loops look at everyone look at down at their phone nobody nobody talks at the dinner table anymore and I was you know I was kind of pre rolling my eyes at that but this is saying no 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 the future Sirach people are literally editing people and giving them false memories and making their brains think things that they see are not things that they see to keep them in literal loops, just like hosts. It's not like a, look what humans have done to themselves. Blade it's, Runner. Sorak has done to him. Mm-hmm. It's very Blade Runner. It's very Blade Runner, yes. Goddamn giant steel ball sack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there any possibility that, well, I, I, guess, I guess there's two things. So going back to the Liam Dempsey thing getting shot, is there is one possibility, one, like Caleb just... Like if anything, like anything violent that happens, he just like completely blacks out and doesn't remember it. Like shooting Liam is like just like he shot Francis hypothetically. He just like does. I don't think that he doesn't remember it. I think if he looks up and sees Ash holding a gun, that's a different. That's a different thing, you know. That seems that seems different than like just not remembering it and having to be repressed. That's like a live rewrite and. Like and after the fact, forgetting makes sense, but it seems like in the moment he can't know that he's done these things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a different level of mind, complete mind hack. <laughs> but it also seemed like the reeducation camp um, cubicles, <laughs> whatever they're called, which by the way looked like the the host rooms in the mesa, where yeah. they would uh, you know you'd be seeing hosts being trained before being let back in the park. Um, it looked just like those. So the reeducation cubicles. Um, I, that, that seemed more therapeutic than medical. And so I don't, 
I wonder if the um, the actual literal reprogramming happened elsewhere and those places were kind of like the Mesa or the other control room areas were for Westworld, an area for them to reacquaint those people with how to like be a human or something, you know, the, the, the post-op uh, before they let them out. Cause those weren't, those weren't rooms where they would put a, a chip, a retainer chip in the roof of your mouth. That was, so what if, know, what if Ford different. was part of those people that were getting um, separated out and that's why he made the, the hosts to rebel against it. That sounds really stupid now that I say it. So forget I ever said that. No, I, I, the timelines though, I want to know what they line up because there's something, there's something there with the way baby Ford, little kid Ford, would like dress right the, the way he was, he was like um, English prep school dress, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the way Sirak and his brother were dressed, and we see them in flashbacks in this episode. There's, there's just, Very there's something similar. weird, right? I mean, it could just be the times, but it's like I want to know what happened to Paris. It's weird. I really want to know what happened to Paris. Same. Don't leave it vague. Tell me all yeah, the stuff. Tell like, me deets. Yeah, I want to know what led to that and everything. Yep. Like, and the war. I'm annoyed that it's capital T, capital W, the war, that we don't get to know. Like, oh, this uh, is a ge- geopolitical conflict. There's and always war. That's well. I want to know what the war is, though. There's always war in Eurasia. Is this an actual? What like, war do they country? say? They they don't. I don't think we ever have found out. Do we? Uh, no. Although, although in that like little trailer like when they were introducing Rayobomb and all that where we find out that you know Paris the, gets nuked the date announcement yeah the date announcement yeah yeah there's another the, the one after Paris gets nuked is there's like a Russian civil war or something like that occurs yeah like a few years later which that's what I always thought Caleb was gonna get involved in it's some sort of like special ops or something like that because we see we see in like some of these flashbacks there's like I don't know what it's called, but the, the, the lettering, like the Russian lettering is on some of the buildings. So that's too early though. That's, um, February, 2037. Um, I'm looking at the video now and we're ha- we're watching 21 years after that. Caleb is not that old. It there might a, have some precursor to that though. Where was the, um, there was his card. There was that uh, that screenshot of his card, which had like his timeline, which showed um, where oh, he was from last episode. Yeah, or like two ago, it might have been. Yeah, um, we have that in one of our uh, one of our show notes, I think. Someone talk. I'll I'll, uh, I'll find this real quick. But the other the other thing I wanted to ask though is, is there a possibility that? you know, Liam getting shot on the beach by Caleb, if that's just in a simulation and that's why there's continuity errors with where he gets shot is like the, the system just overloaded and I don't know. And you know, glitches out for a second. What if, hmm. what if he's William? What about William? What if he's William? I wonder if Caleb is William. Yeah. Why would Caleb be William go into that? I mean, so like, think about it. I mean, he, there always seems to be some kind of vague thing about William in each one, and with him going crazy, maybe it's him imagining. I don't. I don't know. Never mind. I'm just going off on tangents tonight. Apparently, that I have no idea where they go. I'm just like the office, like Michael Scott. You know, sometimes I just talk and see where it goes. <laughs> there is there is parallels though with 
there's mm-hmm. like a lot with with him and man in black like Caleb yep. and the man in black there's like there's undeniable and then like the next episode like the preview for the next episode we see william in one of those chairs with those weird ass goggles getting i guess like an implant like one of those roof implants mm-hmm. in his mouth and he's probably william's probably in one of these like re you know re-education chambers or wherever it is that caleb was in because there's a flashback there's like a split second flashback of caleb also in that chair also with those glasses um you know looking basically basically doing the same thing and i I put that in the um i put that in our discord just like uh like a comparison between the two the william stuff the william stuff yeah yeah oh okay i didn't see this is the the next week on stuff so it's yeah. both of them in if if you remember what was it the um it's like some speaker commercial from the eighties where the dude puts himself it's flight of the Valkyrie starts playing he sits down in the armchair uh in a side view and he cranks up the speakers and he's like blown his all his hair and stuff is blown back because the speakers are so amazing I love that <laughs> it's it's basically that kind of a look he's got the aviator like old timey goggles on both of them do and Caleb is like obviously in anguish and Man in Black is trying to fight <laughs> a Clockwork Orange style from being fed something in his mouth. So that's that's a good uh, that's a good clip. Uh, I found the bit with Caleb's timeline. It was uh, it was from our episode Nurse Grenade, I believe, which is the one right before this. And so it says in uh, forty two he graduates high school, and six months later he enlists in the army. Uh, Twenty forty two. And okay. 2049, so seven years later, he his friend dies. Uh, it says in brackets, it says formative, and that could open. And then he has a psyche eval. Yeah, so that's in 2049. So it's nine years before the events are happening now. And so I, mean, I don't I see it. remember what happens. Let me see. So in 2039, uh, so the teaser the um date announcement video skips from solomon build in 2039 to february 58 which is related to believe is dolores so mm-hmm. yeah so we don't know what the war is that's frustrating i just I'm want more s- world building like that I, I i'm not because i think it happened it'll help us story, but i just want to know i want to know what the what the world they've built well actually i mean looks like. we only have three episodes left so yeah i mean they you know this is this is what i kind of worry worry about because i worry that they're still introducing some things yeah and i worry that it's going to be very sloppy or we're going to have a massive cliffhanger i would rather have a massive cliffhanger that leads into a final season that's very good because i think this show really only has one more season left in it i hope they said I think Go they ahead. said it would be five. five. Did they say it was five? God damn it. They take so long to make them. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't see, unless this season has a lot in store that I can't possibly imagine. I I just don't see enough content for five. Yeah. But I'm just being pessimistic. So I mean, no, it's I mean, like, it's like agree. anarchy, you know, world is crazy. 
and then what happens you know right you know serac serac loses or whatever whatever event happens. i mean it's following the same things as jurassic park you know like you see the park you see them in the park you interact with them then they out you know outburst and then they get out you know i don't know yeah i just there's only so many times you can retell the same I just think because it's already I already feel like the show has majorly shifted gears from when it first started, obviously. And I don't want it to basically morph into a new show just because they want to keep the money going. I want a clear and concise story. Yeah, yeah, same, same here. I don't think it's and it's not a moneymaker. So it's uh, I don't think there's any risk of that. It'll be interesting after this uh, what HBO actually orders. I mean, it's kind of keeping HBO up. In, not a float, but that's like this is like their flagship. Yeah, after Game of Thrones went down, this was. Yeah, it is right now. They're giving a lot, way well, a lot of content right now to get people on the service. It, there are a lot of shows that are for free right now. Um. So, this should be interesting. I know. Um, I'm just, I I'm just worried. Where was that? Like, just worried. Three three episodes, so three hours. Well, we don't know how long the last episode is going to be. Usually, those are like an hour. It'd be a nine-hour final episode. <laughs> God, <laughs> tie it all together. It's a saga. Please. All it is Please. is just a big space rock opera. <laughs> oh, can, can we talk about genre real quick? Oh yes, I forgot. Yes. I loved Let's that space oddity. Somebody posted here's on Reddit. Somebody posted the five stages with all the songs in them as well. So uh, classics slash golden age of Hollywood slash noir, uh, action adventure, romance, drama specifically train spotting, and then horror slash thriller with all the songs in each of them as well. Uh, I'll link it to the show notes. It's it was a very very good sequence. It was, <laughs> it was extremely funny. Um, I liked how the very cool. visuals changed with it too. The visuals yes. changed a lot. To me, um, I don't know if either of you two can speak on this, but um, after the first one being very noir, it felt very um, LSD like. As some, I'll, I'll leave know. it to the experts. As someone who has partaken before, possibly, um, it definitely it has that feel where like you feel more connected to music and the music you listen to kind of um shapes what you're seeing and how you're feeling and you definitely have those kind of like lights kind of look like they're strobing but they're not strobing just kind of like surging every now and then and then like it just feels everything feels like higher def in color like the color is more enhanced when you're listening to music so like for him, when he was riding in the car and all the lights were kind of just strobing and going with the music and stuff like that, it's very, very LSD-like. Because LSD can take you on so many different, like, just lines. of It basically just enhances your brain to the point where, like, you follow what your brain is thinking at the time. So if your brain switches thoughts, you switch moods very quickly. Hmm. And so it seemed to be pretty based off of that kind of um, same type of drug. I was thinking during the last, uh, the last bit, the last act or whatever, when they get on the, uh, the, the subway, that that would have been a very cool on scene, uh, set to have those, the way that they did the, I'm pretty sure mostly practical lighting effects. Uh, it looked very cool. I, w- I would really like to do the, the way that they wired up the train with the, with all those like recessed, uh, not strobing lights, but all, all the track lights, the color track light stuff. 
is very cool. The light guys had had a lot of fun that day. Paging Ocean. Like, or Paging ocean, ocean. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, he didn't get flown to Singapore for that, but he he missed out for sure. Damn, missed out on that gig. Yeah, my question sure. is, my question is, what is what was the timeline like for that whole sequence? Because like when they get out of the train and out of the subway station, it's light out. Mm-hmm. Every every time else, it's dark. It's nighttime. It's like how long are they on that train for? Yeah. I thought it was maybe very early morning or something um, that uh, some of the stuff happened overnight. The car chase and uh, kidnapping Liam and stuff happened. Like Liam probably went to the, uh, the sexy auction, uh, you know, late into the evening, maybe past midnight or something. They kidnap him around midnight and then they're doing God knows what. And so it's getting into the early morning, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Was it ever dark after that again? It was dark all the stuff before that, but then it was light afterwards, right? Yeah, after they got off the train and all the chaos and everything, that was all light. So it would explain why people were even on the train that they were commuting in the morning. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it, that it, there was not a there was not a lot to fill that amount of overnight time. Maybe there was just a long way to go across the city. Just another, but, just another. Uh, we could just chalk that up to being in a simulation. I don't think this that any of this is simulated. <laughs> I'll, I I'll, 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 I'll put my. I'll put my token down right now. I'm, I don't think any of it's being simulated right now. Um, At least not in this episode. Not in this episode. In prior episode, who, who knows? I do um, think everything with Maeve has been a simulation so far. Hmm. So. And the reason why I say that is because I was watching that promo for next week's episode. We're going to get a lot of Maeve in there. And there's scenes, like there's like screenshots in there where she looks like she's in like the whatever it is, the Valley Beyond, you know, where her daughter mm-hmm. is in that like utopia land. And it has like yeah. the little black bars on the top and bottom signifying that it's like a simulation. So I don't know. There's like stuff with, with Maeve's story specifically, there's stuff that just doesn't make sense with it. Oh, the, not even just that, but the bits, the black bars where they do the, um, the letterboxing is also apparent when she's first talking to, what I assumed was newly reborn naked Dolores yep. in uh, Arnold's house. You guys never but noticed that's... that before? Like the, the, the letterboxing? No, I have, but I'm saying for, for this promo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because I thought that I was thinking that was real world when she, when everybody was first coming back online in, in Arnold's house after Westworld. But that is some different shit. Yeah, that's a very good point. Hmm. I mean, it it could be like you know, almost like like the cookie system in you know, in uh, Black Mirror. Remind me what that is. The what's the cookie system? You know, like you know, like say for um for White Christmas that episode where like they take the the person and put them inside oh, and yeah, like yeah. simulate that this is going on for how long. Remember, he's saying like, oh well, I don't know if you'll go along with this. You know, hopefully you have some time to think it over. Yeah, that made me think that maybe he was, you know, keeping her in like a place like the cookies and and yeah. black mirror. Mm-hmm. Thirty minutes is a thousand years. Or yeah, something. yeah. That that would make sense if everything with Maeve was simulated by Sirac to test her whether she's going to go along with him or revolt against him or something like that. I'd be fine with that bit being simulated. No problem. I'd be pissed if the rest of this is because like. 
I said this last season too. Just give me something real, please. Right. Just let let something really exist and let it let have some real consequence. Let something Gosh, really whole, happen. This whole season is just a simulation, <sighs> and then season four is going to be the actual. And it's all, it's just actually a Mad Max reboot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All sand and dust and everything. Did, and did, uh, Tom, you probably did not. I don't know why I'm asking you. Uh, Brandon, did you watch Trolls this weekend? Did not. Okay. I still haven't seen Onward yet either. Onward was That's good. mainly because Something. my kids are younger. So I don't have to deal with like that type of like, um, you know, they know the stuff's come out and that kind of stuff. Like, Eventually, we'll play it for her, but right now, she's just more interested in playing her own tablet. That's a good point. How did I guess we told my kids trolls are coming out? I never thought that we could uh, just hide that from them. Damn it. You can hide whatever you want. Okay, Ciroc, settle down. I mean, it's true. Take over the world. I'm going to reprogram my daughter and give her a retainer. I spiked my wife's coffee for her this morning. Easy. I mean, like. That's, that's, That's an easy play. I mean, like, yeah. But like, you know, honey, I know you listen. I will never put anything in your coffee except for what you want, which is just a lot of the Dunkin' Donuts coffee creamer um, and no sugar. <laughs> My wife asked Nothing for me permission. to pour a white Russian into her coffee. So I did. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I mean, that's did she have she have you have you guys seen a clockwork orange? Yes on my brain a lot tonight so they, was, was she sitting this morning at the breakfast table like the opening shot from clockwork orange <sighs> where she just has it in her her hand and the camera's just slowly pulling away revealing a very weird and tawdry future episode. listen i could not that's one movie that i have watched once and i will never watch it again way too emotional that movie is it's so good emo- it's great it's a great movie but it is so emotional it's like um Another movie like that would be um, Requiem for a Dream. I've actually never seen it. I will only watch that once. Fantastic movie. Freaking phenomenal. But my God, is it emotionally draining? Yes, it is is exhausting. Um, It's a very exhausting movie. Uh, Tom, if you go to uh, about one minute into the clip that I just tagged you in on Slack. Okay. uh, This is the opening shot of... A Cockroach Orange, Stanley Kubrick movie from the 1980s. And uh, it's the three, I guess there's four. I always thought it was three. Yeah, the four guys. Oh, yeah. The troops. Troop. And uh, it's this very slow pull of them at this like milk bar uh, in Russia. It's wonderful. It's such a good shot. And of course, it's Kubrick. And it's so it's incredibly meticulous and wonderful looking and beautiful but they're all drinking white russians so that's that was brandon's wife this morning sorry sitting at the breakfast table <laughs> oh wow drinking her white russian coffee what is this place this is crazy. It's the milk bar you need to watch this movie it's um i there's there's not a whole lot of of adjectives to describe it it is very yeah intense it's 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 a fantastic movie but be prepared mm-hmm. Yep. Be prepared. It's, it's like every conceivable trigger warning <laughs> I could give you. Same with Requiem for a Dream. Like if you will if you like yeah. Clockwork Orange, you will like Requiem for a Dream. But again, you'll only watch it once. Yeah, it's been mm-hmm. in my proverbial list for a long like, time. Like I'm trying to think of a couple other movies that are like that too. That like I just feel it's so um weirdly, um seeking a friend for the end of the world. 
that I think I've seen that. That movie was so depressing to me when I watched it, and I don't know if it was just, just really emotional when I watched it or not. But I think I think I know if I'm if it's the movie I'm thinking of. I've seen it with and Steve Carell and Keira Knightley. Yeah, 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 yeah. It really depressed me watching that movie. But it's also a genre that I like in general. Oh, dark um, comedies. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. anything into the world. <laughs> I'm on board for it. I don't know why. Oh yeah. Well, I I kind of like realism in my stuff. Like I like having a yeah. bit of like. That's why I like shows that aren't afraid to kill off main characters because I like that. I like seeing like consequences to actual actions instead of plot armor. We talked a couple episodes about who has actually died. I don't think we've seen anybody come back right in these past couple episodes. Not yet. There's been no weird surprises or anything. Oh, the one bit we haven't talked about is Arnold is a, um, sorry, Bernard is apparently irreplaceable. Yeah. Says, uh, oh. Martin, Martin Loris. We can't bring you back. Um, uh, you're the only one that can't be replaced. I yeah. think something like that. Yeah. Like what? I don't, he's got because, key. Oh, he's the key boy. He's yeah, the key he's master. The key. Are you the gatekeeper? Mm-hmm. He's the key boy. Huh. That's what I think. I thought it was more that, um, you know, he's not backed up to the cloud. Like Dolores has, oh. has her Horcruxes. She can be reconstructed. She's got yep. the, she's Dolores up all over the place, but that he's just the one ball. And but he has Arnold. She's already made him once before. DNA. The Arnold thing might make the most sense. Cause that's something that Dolores has recreated Bernard. She can do it again. No problem. She can recreate him from memories or whatever. But yeah, that, that's a good point. The encryption kid. I didn't think about that. That's what I always thought is like, which which is weird to think about, like, if you're thinking about it from Dolores's point of view, it's like, why did she give it to Bernard and then say he was the reason for the massacre? Yeah. You know, that, that yeah. doesn't make sense. But, yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, so he is, uh, so Martin tells Bernard that they keep these people, these people in these re-education camps in these in this hospital and he shows him the location and it just just so happens coincidentally to be the same hospital or mental hospital that they took William. So huh. Bernard and the man in black are probably going to be meeting up at some point. BFFs. Yeah. Like old times. So we've got three more episodes. The next one, episode six is called decoherence, which according, Oh shit. It's, it's quantum physics. Apparently. Oh, perfect. Thus, decoherence is the process by which information of a quantum system is altered by the system's interaction with its environment, hence creating an entanglement between the system and heat bath. That's the heat bath. I think it's going to be... I don't know what that means. I love it. It's the nature versus nurture thing, I think. Like now that the people know that they're observed, how does that change? What is that? The the Hawthorne effect? Where the act of... of, uh, observing change changes the output oh, the act of knowing you're observed like if you're yeah. in an experiment it's the oh. whole idea behind double blind um i think that's what it's called so i wonder if it's i mean that's quantum physics they wanted it to sound really cool um episode seven is called past pawn p-a-s-s-e-d like a pawn that was passed uh and the last episode is crisis theory uh they're all on imdb as an hour long but that might just be placeholder third of may is our last episode that's it son of a bitch tbd well i mean if if quarantine is lifted by then then we're we're good to go like that's we've we wrote it out through the end of westworld and then we can go back to our lives and 
spread our germs to everybody. Perfect. Wear a mask, people. Or seeds. Wear a mask. Yeah. All so right. So does crisis theory of past pawn have any uh, like significance? I I don't know. I just googled decoherence. I don't know what past pawn could be. Um, also, also, I also think for decoherence, it could also be like because uh, I was I was watching an interview with Nolan and Lisa Joy, and they're 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 talking about um, you know if you if you make clones of people and you set them on different paths with different mm-hmm. sets of uh, you know you know experiences, will they be exactly the same or will they have the same exact um, the same exact tendencies and needs and things like that? So I'm thinking there's going to be at some point there's going to be some sort of rift between Dolores and Holoris and all the other. Dolor- okay, Dolori. so that doesn't necessarily mean the simulate the parallel simulation. I think maybe that was that's like you're saying more what we saw with Martin, Martin Norris, Martin Norris, where <laughs> there may have been some weird like little tinglings of reservations. But mm-hmm. ultimately, he was a good Scottish boy and blew himself up like uh, like Angela. Rest in peace. I definitely think Shaloris is going to be the big one that's going to be different. Wait, wait got- who? Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte Doris. Okay. <laughs> Hailbot. Yeah. That's Hailbot, right? Oh, Hailbot. Yes. God damn it. Shaloris. Okay. Yeah, Hailbot. You think she'll a- be the, the main nemesis? The main yeah, ne- she's, ne- she's kid now. She's got like a stepkid now. Yeah, there was a, the little clip in the, the next week's trailer where she like had some sympathy for the kid. So I think, uh, yeah, I think her her worldview is going to change a bit from Dolora, Dolores's main Dolores's worldview. Dolores, one point We still have a Dolores missing, right? Oh yes, and that was the other thing. The dude, it was kind of like a throwaway line. The dude was saying that there are people. They found some anomalies or something, and they named different locations where they were. Yeah, I wrote down Jakarta because we were watching. I didn't want to pause it, but yeah, that was the one was, that I was like, Jakarta. I don't think we've heard of Jakarta yet. No, and Berlin, I think, was in, another one. Berlin was another one, and the other two were like San Francisco and Los Angeles, which could just be the people we already know. Right. But Berlin, we haven't seen. Berlin and Jakarta were two that, but that's two. So mm-hmm. I'm confused all over again. Because uh, where is uh, what's his face? Um, Musashi bot. He's in, is he in oh, Singapore. Uh, do um, I don't know. Did we not know? It wouldn't be Singapore uh, if it was Yakuza. It Did we ever be, know where she was? I guess I guess not for sure. She, she was maybe in, that was Jakarta. S- that Maybe may have been that Jakarta because that's Indonesia. So that that would make sense as somewhere regional where Musashi Sanbot was. But I don't know. Maybe we knew it was Jakarta and I just forgot about that. Berlin is is definitely nowhere near anywhere we've seen before. No. And there's nothing in Berlin. What the hell is in Berlin? The wall. Hello. <sighs> there's nothing. So yeah, I I don't know. We still haven't yeah still haven't found that. Yeah, I agree with Brandon though. There's, there's a lot of new stuff. For only to, having three episodes left. There's yeah. there's a there's a risk. 
one of my favorite shows of all time is called The Last Man on Earth. And it's Will Forte and a bunch of very wonderful people. It's a, it's a comedy. It used to be on Fox it was for four seasons and was unfortunately canceled before any more seasons could be made and before they could like properly wrap it up. You know, they didn't know it was being canceled. That would that would drive me insane if Westworld got canned after three seasons and they didn't have time to wrap it up or next after next season and they don't get a fifth or something like that. Like you got to do like, what 30 rock did. You got to do what Mr. Robot did. You got to go out on your own terms and do it well. And that's why I think the best shows have a plan and know how it wants to end. Yeah. Like that's how I know I, that's how Mr. Robot was, was written. Sam Esmail said well. like he was Four like seasons. Perfect. He was like, I knew where the ending was going to be. And then I wrote the yeah. rest of the story. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, I think having that clear goal, like that really screwed up a lot of shows like Dexter and shit like that. Lost. Yeah. I've heard, I haven't seen Lost personally, so I can't say. I haven't either, but I know that that's what basically happened to them. Game of Thrones too, right? Didn't they just keep getting, <sighs> I mean, uh, they that was just laziness. Seasons ordered? That was laziness. Um, they tried oh. to rush everything into a last season which was why I'm worried about Westworld because Game of Thrones literally had all this yeah. good content from a, from the books. And then as soon as they ran out of content from the books, they veered off on their own path. And then it slowly went downhill until it just ran up a fucking cliff in the last season. Like they put like two books worth of content into like eight episodes and it was terrible. Oh, I forgot about the books too. That's, that's a different thing for Game of Thrones. Um, for this, there were those good car chase sequence and I kept seeing there's like a mixture of, you know, 2019 Suburban yep. and the weird uh, yep. Cybertruck, like electric Cybertruck. I cyber was truck. thinking that. I was like, I guess um, they don't yeah. have like a futuristic like government vehicle. We don't. Yeah, we don't see anything that happened in the 2040s. <laughs> it just skipped right over. But I was thinking, um, you know, th- there were many millions of dollars per episode to to make these eight episodes. A very expensive show to make. And how if, uh, you know, if HBO orders season four, but doesn't give them as much money, <laughs> it's like uh everything's green screened and like uh oh we're, we're back to like the you know, 2010 uh chevy tahoes spray painted black <laughs> like, <laughs> how shitty we could go though so i guess we better be happy that right now they've got the cash come on hbo keep keep pointing up the cash keep pumping it that's we're still doing phrasing <laughs> uh anything else that i didn't have any other big exclamation or question mark points in my notes I, I loved a lot of the future tech. I loved seeing some of the guns. The little tracking noob tube they had was really sick. Um, love genre. The drug is very cool. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Also, I I just wanted to note that so it wasn't even Serac that really did the heavy lifting of Rainbow Ball. It right. was the brother. His brother, yeah. That really was the genius. Moni. Does he have a name? Mon-Ami. He didn't have a name in the episode. I, I don't know. I don't even. I don't remember. Let me see if IMDb has a credit for him real quick. Uh, no, no, nothing. Nothing. Sirac, Vince Castle, MC Martin, Ash, Francis, Giggles. <laughs> I didn't know if Marshall Lynch's character was named Giggles. Giggles. That's his name. <laughs> That's his character's yeah. name is Giggles. <laughs> That's really good. Oh, rest in peace, Martell. We knew her uh, for only a short amount of time. She got blown oh. to smithereens. Gone. By Martin Norris. Uh, at least we think so. 
Oh, she dead. They all dead. I want the the glasses free conference calling, the Zoom calling. Um, that was pretty cool. The like in room AR projector thing oh, was that pretty was cool. Dope. Yeah, I want I that. Want, I want That'd that. Awesome. I want that pretty bad. Humans would uh, definitely only use that for very important business reasons. Of course, nothing, nothing illicit. No, nothing scandalous. Not at all. Man, that'd be a very, very easy way to be able to play board games in this in this quarantine. Yeah, I was thinking board games also. <clears throat> or it could just turn out yeah, to be funny. just like the the prostitute sex scene in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, where she like it's, melts her body with the actual person and then like they have sex. That shit was. You need some kind of a suit to wear, though. I think that's you know some type of a biofeedback suit, but then. Uh, you'd also just have fight clubs like quarantine fight clubs yeah. where you just have, you know, a suit and you'd get punched from remote and then there'd be some, uh, you know, 50 millisecond lag and then you get punched in the face in real life by your suit. The future's really going to suck. <laughs> I think that's what, that's what it's going to turn into is we're just going to punch each other a lot. Spots rock. Uh, all right. Uh, next week's going to be fun. I am excited for next week. And I didn't have anything else. Do you guys have anything else? I don't. No. Mm-mm. Cool. It's a record episode. I think we might have broken an hour. Let's get edited. So. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, dude. If they're not going to do a two-hour finale, we will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> wow. Thanks, guys. Thank you. See ya. Later.